It's a film with three brains. 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 Welcome to the film with three brains. This is Sean in Chicago. And this is Cohen in Maplewood, New Jersey. And it's Sam in San Francisco. And I have a surprise guest. Uh, Joe, what? My, yes, yes. Uh, my roommate <laughs> from college and medical school who um, I think has probably watched this movie more than anyone else <laughs> in the history. Of the- <laughs> yeah, every, I'm serious. Joe, right? You there? I am here. All right. Is it true? Welcome, Joe. Yes. Yeah, so, I'm so retro. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Thanks. This is going to be a wild one. Yeah. Um, is that Joe, kind of the theme of the podcast here? Yeah. How many times have you watched this movie? You know, I was trying to think. Uh, you know, I was looking. I don't think I saw this movie until maybe I was in college. You know, because I was thinking, like, did I see this in high school? And it came out, like, what, 88 or so? 88, yeah. I was in eighth grade or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't think I went to Radar Our Movies in eighth grade. Maybe I did. But I think I didn't see it until I, I maybe I lived with Sal or Sam um, in maybe a second year of college. I don't know. Or maybe I saw it with my friend Nahal and Christian. Do you ever Pern? I don't know. But I will say it, it had a lasting effect on me. <laughs> this is, uh, <laughs> Sal saying, one of my favorite movies. Probably. Yeah. The top one or two. <laughs> I don't even know what number two would be. I don't know. Dumb and Dumber? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you did watch that a lot. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. As of like quality movies, I don't know, but of movies I've seen before, that's probably up there too. And now it's going to the next generation because my kids are watching them, watching Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, um, that's awesome that you're joining us because um, we, well, yeah, no, it's, it's awesome in many ways. But as a de facto expert on this movie, we could use your <laughs> um, So, yeah, 1988, romantic comedy directed by John Landis. It's got Eddie Murphy in many roles. And I think this is the first time he played multiple roles in a movie, <laughs> as does Arsenio Hall. Um, yeah, does anyone else have any remembrances of uh, first time watching it? Not really. 
I saw this at the theater. I remember that. I would Ooh, assume I did too. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember liking it. And then I didn't see it again until I lived with Job. And then I probably saw it 180 times, <laughs> at least. And yeah, it all blurs okay. together, right? So, yeah. do you think you we know, owned this on on VHS or DVD? Yeah, no, it was VHS. We were, it was VHS, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you wore that tape out. <laughs> no, no, one of my favorite memories of, of I mean, this watching is, this movie um, between going to the bars and you know meeting chicks. Then right. Right. Just watching the movie all the time. <laughs> no, I remember sitting in the room, my room, and I know that this movie's on because I can hear it, but I hear Job <laughs> laughing. And I'm like, when I come out, I'm like, Job, it's not even a funny part. It's like, he's like, yeah, but in just a, you know, just a couple minutes, Daryl's going to show up and ring the doorbell or. You know, <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. yes, preemptive laughing. Like yeah. you knew the every <laughs> yes, every every word to the movie. We've quoted this movie. We've probably used like as I'm watching the whole movie. I'm like, yeah, we said that to each other. We said that to each other. Like I just yeah, just every single line. You know, like and some of them more than others. Like the straw one, and we we've said a ton. Um, you conscious? You know that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a that was used a lot. It's a real shithole. You'll love it. <laughs> right. yeah, no. yeah, exactly. Freeze you, disease, up. rhinoceros, pizzle. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. That's probably. I mean, I think one thing that makes it so appealing, you know, to a certain subset of people, it's probably one of the you know like the most quotable movies yeah. ever. And even like like Sal was saying, you know, even stupid stuff like seems <laughs> like it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it is it is funny. I I'm well just finishing up on like first time we watched it. I remember watching it at Dave Tyndall's house. It was like first time oh, I yeah. went to his house. And uh, you know, I didn't watch a lot of our movies, so it was okay. like a Did he have treat. like the HBO for the eighties HBO that I don't know. I think he had a, I think it was on tape or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe probably. maybe he did. But I saw those boobies and I was like, oh, we're not in Kansas anymore, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right in the beginning, too. Right in the beginning. I was like, oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> Which I, I had forgotten definitely about it, actually. Movie. I forgot about that. Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen this in a while. So I, I, there are some things I kind of forgot. Oh. oh. I mean, well, it's not. Start from the very beginning, Cohen. We can do the 15, so. <laughs> I forgot about the boobs. Somehow. <laughs> I the boobs. I don't know how that's possible. I, it's not specifics that I forgot. I mean, I forgot that, but. After that, none, nothing specific. I forgot. What I forgot was, like, A, how many jokes there are. Like, how <laughs> often there's a joke. And B, they all land. Yep. <laughs> which yeah. is insane. Like, none of them fall flat. Almost none of I don't think any joke really falls flat in this movie. I'm, I found myself chuckling or laughing out loud just every, like, every minute or two, every couple of minutes. Just every joke lands. It's crazy. It's fucked up how funny this movie is. I just kept laughing and laughing. And then, yeah, and then I remember something was coming up and I'd chuckle and then it'd come and I'd laugh. I mean, dumb shit. Like the scene in the church, you know, when he's like, that boy's good. And he, goes, and he just goes, you must be crazy. And he says it again, you must be crazy. And I just laughing. It's so fucking funny. It's just great. It's not even a very quotable line. It's just I'm laughing like a yeah. maniac. Okay. Well, here's what I'm going to ask us to do if we can. Mm -hmm. try try and think about it as a movie like you you're watching it now i mean, mm -hmm. I mean i'm not saying we have to only talk about it like that because obviously we're not gonna 
but and it's impossible to separate our memories from it you know like we know it too well to completely like you know start fresh but you know trying to think about it as a movie just a movie and not not like the movie that (laughs) we grew up on Mm -hmm. sure i mean i think just try and be an objective objective about it yeah i guess that's (laughs) what i'm saying you're not completely objective you don't have to like Oh, I just sorry to cut you off, but I just I actually thought of a joke or two that fall a little flat. It's all it's in the nightclub scene. Okay, what? Which one? Come on. The, the, the <laughs> I don't like. Um, was uh, I was Joan of Arc in a former, former life. Or, life. Yeah, I didn't. I, oh yeah, that, okay, all right. That one for me yeah. falls a little flat. Yeah, and having two you. sets of twins is kind of fucking weird in retrospect. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought about oh, that before. Oh, you're right. There's After the, the second set of twins. I was like, wait, was we've that been the on same the set of twins? <laughs> it's not. It's not. But I was like, why are there two? Yeah. That's odd. Anyway, sorry, Sean. Yeah, I, I you cut can you imagine off. the casting call. Like, we need not just one set, but two yeah. sets of twins. Two sets of twins. You know, those, this was like, what? Wow, a lucky day. I mean, I'm sure they, they must have shot. They probably shot 20 times as many people that make it into the final cut. They just shot the shit out of it, I'm sure, with a bazillion jokes and just picked, you know, the, the ones that landed best yeah. in their minds. But anyway. If you've never seen this movie, he's talking about a montage scene in a nightclub when they first go out and try to find his, his you know, find someone for, for his yeah. queen to be. Oh, maybe, maybe we be. should do a synopsis. For, I was going right? to say, do we need a synopsis of the yeah. movie? For any goofballs yes. who haven't seen this. Anybody want to do it? Well, Sean, it's your movie. It's yours. Uh, all right, I'll do it. Fine. <laughs> um akeem jaffer is heir to the throne um it's his 21st birthday of <laughs> so specific else i don't know well all right fine well, fine eddie murphy of is a prince <laughs> is prince of zamunda you know, fictional it's like it's like, like wakanda before wakanda, like wakanda, wakanda existed without yeah. the technology right right exactly right <laughs> and uh instead of getting hitched to this um uh, arranged marriage, this arranged person, person he was supposed to marry. He says he wants to go to America and his dad agrees to it because he thinks that he's going to just have a good time. So his Royal oats. Um, but his secret plan is to, to find a bride that he actually cares about. And, you know, it's not forced upon him and he go <laughs> and loves him for himself and not his status or, you know, regal that's right. just for him. Right. The classic love story. <laughs> it is. It's. I think it is a good, good love story. Well, yeah, I mean, it's very I, formulaic as far as like you know, yeah, like any sort of romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he. So they they pick a spot by flipping a coin. They, they get queens and they go to, <laughs> and then he's you know intent on like not being himself. He always wants to be normal, so he gets rid of um, all his crap. Well, he gets, his crap gets stolen, and <laughs> they get a job at mcdowell's and the you know <laughs> he basically does find the person that he he really likes and starts courting her even though he she's with another guy and his family shows up and there's mayhem and you know i mean basically it's it's just him finding finding this person and uh what will it work out or not kind of stuff Jeez, when you describe it like that that sounds like a it's terrible so- Thanks, right, right. It's like that is the worst <laughs> synopsis. <laughs> like every single but, thing I feel like interrupting you for. Right. No, that's fine. <laughs> he's, that he's, he's married to like Daryl, the you know, the Prince of Soul Glow. Right. I mean, there's so much in there that to unpackage. Right. Well, it, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of perfect because he's he's the he's what sh- he doesn't want to be seen as. You know, the entitled 
rich boy. Yeah. He's he's beyond rich, but he doesn't want anyone to know that. So he can, like you said, so he can be, you know, so he can find love with, for love's sake or whatever the hell. Yeah. And Arsenio Hall goes with him as his manservant. manservant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think Arsenio Hall, Arsenio Hall is underrated in, in what he does in this movie. Sure. Yeah. I think this, do you think this was, was this kind of his big break? I mean, this is before Arsenio Hall show and all that. Yeah. Stuff. It's the only thing I can think of with him in it. Um, But, you know, like when he screamed, when, when the king shows up and he screams and shuts the door <laughs> in his face, that was, that was just a natural, he just did that. And the, they loved it so much. They kept it. That wasn't in the script. <laughs> yeah i don't know he just play, he just plays off of eddie murphy really well i've always liked that yeah they got great chemistry yeah and his his all you know other characters are all really funny yeah yeah you know, the, the barbershop guy and like um the reverend reverend brown nightclub it's been my reverend since i was a little boy the women who they yeah, meet I'm up. Tear you yeah. Apart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Your friend> too. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I think we all know the answer to this, but I think so. <laughs> yeah. Oratorical question. Yeah. I like, I, it, you know, the, it holds up really well, actually, because none of the humor is dated or none of the humor is like, it's not like pop culture references and lazy horse shit like that. You know, it's all character based and it's fucking funny, you know, mm-hmm. and it's always going to be funny, I think. Except for yeah. the only God above the Hugh Hefner on high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have to know who Hugh Hefner is. And I guess you have to know what McDonald's is, but yeah. I guess there is a parallel universe where McDonald's doesn't exist anymore. But but otherwise, I mean, I don't know. It's also this movie, for some reason, I don't know why, has one of the best, funniest breaking of the fourth wall of like any movie when his There's bride to be. When okay. when well the the one where the bride to be uh, his bride to be in the beginning he's like bark like a dog you know and, uh, what does he say a bigger dog yeah, <laughs> a big dog exactly. a big dog one, one like, the yeah the look the look he gives at the camera in that scene just fucking kills me it's so funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Daryl um, another great uh, Eddie Murphy early comedy Trading Places you know there's a couple yeah. of where that kind of look at the camera like, yeah yeah. Which is also John Landis film. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. I was surprised and, to learn that John Landis didn't actually want to do that. Training places? No, he didn't want to add, he didn't want the uh, the tie in there. He didn't want. Oh, the, the, the um, two guys. Don Amici and the and, brothers. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, Mortimer and, and Randolph? Mortimer Randolph, and Randolph. Yeah. Dukes, <laughs> oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like fighting with his producer over it. And then Eddie came and like, no, oh, it's funny. You got to keep that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is funny. That's great. Yeah, I think that's one of the best uh, little, I don't know if it's a callback or time. I don't know what you call that, but yeah, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> it's a good Just one. Just a pocket change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love how he downplays everything. Oh, just some pocket change or, oh, just a man I met in the restroom. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
You know, I was watching the movie actually today um, because uh, uh, Sam had had texted me said, "Can you do the podcast tonight?" And I was like, "Oh, thought I'd give some I'd get some more heads up for it." So I started watching. <laughs> yeah, I can't it. <laughs> like after I was done with work, but it turns out I probably didn't need to watch it because I was like, "Oh, I know this scene. Oh, I know that." Scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's very, like redundant. So I have seen it quite a minute, a few times. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, it's it's rewatchable. There's no doubt about it. I don't know if I watch. I don't know if I watch it start to finish. You know, I mean, probably ten, twenty times. But I definitely watched scene like when it was on, yeah, or watched. Uh, sure. I would fast. Remember, I remember fast forwarding to the barbershop scenes. <laughs> Just be like, oh, here comes the barbershop. Oh, let's, let's watch this one. Okay, all right. You know, then you, you do something else. But. That, that reminds me, Sean. For some reason. I think the one, the one, I don't know why, but the one quote from this movie that I've always sort of busted out in totally nonsensical situations is, oh man, you ain't never meet no Frank Sinatra. <laughs> like I just say that when someone says something, something, someone, someone says something slightly unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's one of my favorites. I don't know why. It just kills me. Something about the way the guy says it. It's just so funny. Yeah. He met a lot of famous people. Eh? Martin Luther the King. <laughs> yeah, not just, <laughs> just the way he said, "Man, you ain't been, never met no Frank Sinatra." <laughs> no, I think that's not. one of the things that makes this movie <laughs> so great is that every character is fun to watch. Yeah, like I was trying to, you know, step back and 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 look at things that I hadn't seen a million times, and just like I was like, even Patrice is like yeah. perfect, you know, mm -hmm. like. She she hardly gets any time, but she's just perfect yeah. for her role. I would I would perhaps argue as a counterpoint that Lisa is kind of a kind of a dull character in this. But yeah. I think I don't think it's yeah. her. I don't think it's the actress's fault much. I think she's just she's written to be this you know like the straight character that everyone else yeah can you know land their jokes sort of around and off of. Um, unfortunately, yeah. for her. <laughs> but even then, I like it. I like like her her like really polite but like what's with this guy looks yeah. that she's giving when he first is you know, yeah introducing himself and all that it's just like you know everyone's just playing it perfectly mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. when you think of garbage think of akeem <laughs> <laughs> i was recently placed in children from garbage <laughs> yeah do you, do you wonder about his, what he, I mean, so he, you know, Semi is like, okay, pick one, let's go home. And he's like, wait. And he sees her and she is like doing it. She's delivering her, you know, she's presenting the, she's talking about black awareness and stuff like that. And she is like com compelling, but it's never like, you know, he never says what exactly he is fascinated with or. You know, you know, other than, oh, she's pretty and I like her. And I, I mean, he says earlier that he wants a woman when a woman he can, you know, talk to that has a brain kind of thing. So I imagine it's that. But this but it's not it's never like dwelled. You know, they never say, oh, I he never says exactly what he likes about her. No, I, yeah, I think that for what the movie is, I don't think they could have too much character development for her. Because it would just take away from the jokes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I think, but, you know, mm -hmm. she's portrayed as being sort of, she's intelligent, she's well-spoken, she seems honest, she seems trustworthy, and, 
Mm-hmm. You know, she seems to have a sense of humor. I mean, they sort of portray her with all the sort of traditional characteristics that people look for in a mate, I suppose. Yeah. Well, she's also yeah. leading, you know. She's the one, not her dad, who goes up and gives yeah. a speech. Right, you know? right, right. Which is the exact opposite of what it would be back in Zamunda. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's a great this point. This movie is really deep if you guys take the time <laughs> to get past the jokes. Yeah, we really need to. Uh-huh. I thought, you know, I think from what I recall in Coming to America 2, the sequel, I felt like Lisa was a better actress. Like she actually was had a little more yeah, more layers. That's true. Yeah. I think but That's maybe, maybe the kindest thing you can say about that movie. So I can't really <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to this one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We can talk about the sequel in a minute, I guess. Uh Yeah. Okay, so almost all the jokes land. We all like the the basketball scene. I think that's that's another one that sticks out. Oh, yeah. I think Sam has said the soccer line like four or five times in this podcast. Yeah, I know. I think the the, the <laughs> line I actually quote the most because I use it at work all the time is if you want to keep working here, stay off the drugs. <laughs> and almost nobody gets it. Almost nobody has any idea what I'm talking about. Because someone will say something goofy or stupid or do something, and I'll be, and I'll just say that, and they'll would look at me like, like I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not on drugs. Yeah. And that's it. Eddie Murphy's reaction, his nonverbal reaction to that line, is really great too. He looks a little perplexed, like maybe he's going to say something, and then he just nods, sort of curtly, and walks away. <laughs> He's tried so hard too, you know. <laughs> he got the advice from the uh, the barber, right? Himself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you want to get in the, yeah. you want to be with the American girl, you got to go through the daddy. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying, you know. He's <laughs> putting the effort. free. <laughs> like a boyd. Like a boyd. <laughs> and that would be something. That uh, the prosthetics <laughs> and the makeup on him as the old Jewish dude is pretty fucking incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's really quite seamless. Looking at it, I just kept looking at it. Like every scene he's in, in that make, I'm looking at going, Jesus Christ, that's good. Yeah, it's really good. And of course, his voice is outstanding. Doesn't sound anything like him. Yeah, it's somewhere something that he went out that character, Mm -hmm. and you know, just to like just for fun, and then he would tell people, "No, I'm actually like no one would believe him." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i think i have a vague memory of what of you know watching it the first time and seeing the credits and then they show you all the characters that he played and then that that's the one that gets you it's like yeah. what yeah him? right right not knowing you know learning that for the first time you're like what yeah holy yeah. shit you know he's randy watson but you know from sexual chocolate mm-hmm. yeah tell it's him sure. and he likes to sing <laughs> Did he had he released um, a party? My girl wants to party all the time. Yeah, that was before uh, this, if I recall. <laughs> that smash it, you know. <laughs> I think. Um, uh, we can get the interns to look that up. No, that that was uh, that album was released in '85. This is '88, okay. right? Oh, yep, yep. Hmm. <laughs> it also has the classic "Put it in your butt." <laughs> oh, boogie in your butt! <laughs> boogie in your butt! Your butt? Yeah. I ain't putting no damn phone book in my butt. <laughs> a nickel. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> yes. Was anybody else surprised how much he clashed heads with John Landis? 
Yeah, I, I didn't realize that. That was. Oh yeah, I mean, considering that how well the film came out, like also considering that Eddie Murphy basically mandated that John Landis directed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the studio didn't want him because he was coming off of his trial because someone was killed making Twilight Zone the movie. Mm-hmm. And his last few films had all tanked, and Eddie Murphy thought he'd be great. And they were like, no. And he said, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then, you know, he was a, he was pretty young when he did Trading Places. Sure. And that was his kind of breakout movie. Well, 48 Hours was. Oh, 48, 48 Hours. hours. I, keeps, I always forget that one. 48 know. Hours was the one that, that was his first film, and it was a huge was hit. Oh, it, like, made him made him a superstar overnight. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then Trading Places, but uh, Beverly Hills Cop. But he had done like Delirious and other. I mean, and well, his albums, sure. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah, he's. He's, he's also he's, when he was on Saturday Night Live, he was such a star of that show that he's the still the only cast member to ever host the show while still a cast member, <laughs> <laughs> which kind of irritated some people. You know, other people yeah. in the cast at the time. I'm sure. <laughs> That's crazy. That's pretty funny. <laughs> You're supposed to wait ten years and come back and do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty crazy. No, he he is that talented. He is that good. Yeah. I yeah, and I can't think of another person that that sort of I grew. You know, all of us grew up on more than him, comedically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. True. So I don't know. That's well. That's the problem is we can't. I can't separate that from like just this movie. I can't. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Especially delirious in its ability to make characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when that that guy that sued Paramount, <clears throat> I mean he's. I guess he settled, but he had a case. But did you guys read that part? Like that he his. You know, it was like a a potentate from. From Talking about Art, Afri- Art, Art, Buck, Art Buckwald? Buckwald, yeah. yeah. Buckwald versus Paramount, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, it didn't sound that like it. It just sounded like a guy from Africa that came over. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, I guess that's enough to for a story, in a story yeah. by. Yeah. Sure. And they, and they, and it was in their possession, right? It was Is that the basis of the, the lawsuit? Yeah. The, yeah, but there was some there's a weird wrinkle to it it's like the screenwriters didn't realize they were stealing the idea because it was someone else who basically stole it and Mm -hmm. and was like here's an idea here in let's hire screenwriters and then the screenwriters came on board and wrote the script based on the story idea that they didn't know was sort of uh plagiarized a little bit from an art art buckwald book and so they're like shit we didn't know you know oh it was a book before it was a screenplay yeah, it was Art Buckwald is a uh, he's a, a writer. He was like a columnist, but he also wrote a bunch of nonfiction books or sort of fiction. There weren't I don't know how to describe Art. He's a humorist. He's a humorist. So like um, sort of David Sedaris s, but much older. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, he had a bit in one of his books about yeah about a, a guy from Africa comes to the U.S. looking for his wife or something. I don't know. Okay. Um. So so yeah, I mean, obviously he had enough to. To, you know, for them to pay him off, yeah, some amount, yeah. I think it was, and then they all moved fifty thousand. 
Yeah. That's not that much. <laughs> no. Yeah, right. <laughs> just I mean, how much change? Just how much movie? Change. How much money did they make from this movie? Oh, I don't know. It was. I'll tell you. I looked this up. It was like <laughs> it was like two hundred and eighty million dollars. Something. Something crazy. Wow. Uh, the third highest grossing movie of 1988. Dang. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> and it only cost $36 million. Oh, yeah. That's... Which seems like with all of the actors in there that like are now I mean, famous or even famous back then, maybe, that doesn't seem mm-hmm. that would even co- cover salaries. Right. right? Oh, yeah. Right. I think Eddie yeah. had $8 million <clears throat> Plus, he got a cut of the rentals, 15, I think. Yeah, 15%, yeah. maybe. Which I'm sure was he did fine. not insubstantial. Yeah, especially when Blockbuster was humming. Got all those copies. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blockbuster. Uh, Blockbuster. I was surprised. I mean, I don't always watch it from start to finish. And every time I watch it, the very beginning, I'm like, you know, these days a lot of people do something with the logos, but the Paramount mountain is that's pretty much the best opening i can think of it's a good one it's a good one indiana (laughs) jones movies does it too that's true did it first but that's just sort of like a fade like a that's a good one fade well yeah indiana uh raiders lost ark it just sort of like it fades into the mountain peak that's in right south america where the hell is supposed to be in that opening scene Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know if they do it in um Temple of Doom, but and in, and in, in, uh, they do it again in uh, Last Crusade. It it just it dissolves into a peak in like Monument Valley, uh, or wherever the hell. I think that's where the opening scene takes place in Last Crusade <laughs> with River Phoenix. I would say maybe <laughs> it rivals. The only rival is um, the Lion from MGM <clears throat> and Strange Brew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Oh, shit, I haven't seen that movie before. <laughs> you remember ever. This, yeah. It's on my list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, they. I mean, I, the reason I bring up the beginning is it's like the, the you know, and the budget, talking of that stuff, they go to great lengths to sort of show how big this country is and, you know, make this big palace. Of course, it's just a lot, it's a lot of matte paintings and stuff, but <clears throat> they give you the scale of it really well. You know, they give, you know, Mm-hmm. animals everywhere and rose petals and of course the bathing and whatnot um <laughs> i actually do like the the music like if i mean i like the music all all together i like all i like almost all the music in this movie um but i like how it's sort of you know i guess they call it diegetic you know when you when you can when the actors and the people can see the music themselves like yeah so there's people playing for him to wake up to and mm-hmm. we hear that music and then you know we we totally forget that that's you know that's the conceit that they started with and then he's like there's you know the music just continues um the only t- other time i noticed it was like when they go on their big date at that restaurant and then all of a sudden the jukebox starts playing out of nowhere mm-hmm. and you know i like this someone to miss that was <laughs> to be loved <laughs> you know the best song in the one is what one that Oha sings, you know, free from infection. <laughs> when he meets <laughs> to marry. <laughs> yeah. My yes. favorite line is completely free from infection. <laughs> I just, you know, want to <laughs> cover all the bases just in case you're wondering. 
Yeah. And that big dance. I mean, the whole courtship thing is pretty cool with all the costumes and the dancing. Did you guys see who? By uh, Paul Abdul. Exactly. Another double up for us. I mean, there's there's a number of double ups. John Landis is a double up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Eddie Murphy, obviously. Uh, The taxi driver who yells at him. Yes. Yeah. What else (laughs) is he in? Is um, in Money Pit. Money Pit. And so is. You dumb fuck. I love that (laughs) later. (laughs) What is a dumb fuck? Is that what he says? What does dumb fuck mean? (laughs) Yeah. What what does dumb fuck mean? (laughs) It's all happy. I thought one of the tidbits that I was interesting, I mean, this is, I don't know if this is, you know, other than some like 70s movies, like it's a pretty much an all, you know, African-American cast. But then I think they had to have one white actor, so then they chose Louis Anderson, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but everyone else, it's like, I mean, it's an all like, you know, all African-American movie, you know, mm-hmm. like it's before Tyler Perry and, and mm-hmm. you know, these, you know, these uh, uh, movies that came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's and it's awesome, great movie. <clears throat> yeah, there's um, who else is in Money Money Pit? One of the um, I'm gonna forget who someone else is. Uh, I believe it's um, the landlord. What's his What's his name? Um, oh, Frankie Faison. Faison. Frankie Faison. He's in the Money Pit. He's in the Money Pit, real briefly. Oh, I don't remember. You know, him. talking to Shelley Long about their you know their. While she's getting dressed in the morning, that shit. <laughs> anyway, those two are in it, and I mean everybody's a, a double up. Thank um, at this point, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it probably probably don't need to go through all of them. Did anyone else think that that Wandy um, Curtis Hall was related to Arsenio Hall? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> fine. <laughs> I, I'm I'm racist. That's fine. That's great. No, I, I think it's racist if people have the same last name. That's true. Right, thank you for yeah. saving me. <laughs> I thought um, I when I was watching the credits, the opening credits, I forgot who Frankie Faison was. And I thought it was the guy who says, oh, man, you ain't never meet no Frank Sinatra. Because I thought he looked so much like he could be Donald Faison's father. Do you know Donald Faison is? <laughs> from Scrubs? From Scrubs. <laughs> yeah, from Scrubs, yes. And from Clueless. Yeah. Like, they have a similar facial feature. and And then... Um, my wife was actually quick to point out. She's like, "That's that's Frankie Faison. That's not no, that's not him. That he's Something. the guy." And I was like, "Oh shit, that's right." <laughs> See, Ugh. god damn, what are you gonna do? Yeah, names are tricky. Um, <laughs> but Wandy, but Wandy Curtis Hall was was a double up too, and I for, I'm blanking on what he was in. He's in know. Die Hard Two. It's in Die Hard Two, but we haven't done yeah, that. Well, we didn't. We didn't do Die Hard Two. We did the first one. Right? Wait. Did we do Die yeah. Hard? We did. Yeah, we did. We did. Hard. Yeah. We did the hell out of it. <laughs> um. Uh, who's not a, di- a double up? Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> <laughs> and not just because it's his first film, but because we just haven't. He's just not in that, that much. Don't worry. We're, I'll pick radio soon. Oh, you will not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, come on. Boys in the Hood and A Few Good Men have got to be on, on the list somewhere. A Few Good Men's on my list for sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, 
okay. Jerry Maguire. I was saying Wandy is a sorry, Vondi Curtis Hall. Yeah, Vondi Curtis Hall is in Falling Down. Is he? He's the guy with glasses and he says, I'm not economically viable. Oh, yeah. That's him. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Sorry, Joe. We, we like to do this nerdy thing where we <laughs> Tangents. talk about our Tangents. other shit we've done already. It's, it's, <laughs> they love it. I mean, the, the listeners just write in all the time and just say how much they love it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> this is Eddie Murphy's best movie. You think? Ooh. Was that a is question it, or a statement? That's it's a, a question. Oh. Uh, yeah. <sighs> is it? I don't know. I, I, for me, maybe. Like, I think, um, I think 48 Hours is just, just a phenomenal movie. So, I don't remember 48 Hours enough because I've seen it a couple times, maybe twice. Mm-hmm. But this movie is a movie that probably because of Joe, I can keep coming back to and sure. just sit there and grin and laugh the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I like Beverly Hills Cop, but it doesn't have the pacing of jokes that this does. Yeah. That's true. Like, this just just keeps hitting the whole yeah. way Yeah, I mean, that's, that's true of 48 Hours and Beverly Hills Cop because they're not, they're, they're comedies, but they're action comedies. They're buddy cop yeah. movies. Uh, well, Beverly Hills Cop isn't really a buddy cop movie. Um, so yeah, there's, there's plot. <laughs> you know, there's right. an actual plot that has to, instead that of just a through. string of jokes. Yeah, yeah. So that's I true, think, uh, but, but I don't my know. My second would be Trading Places. I think he's really good in that. He's great, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, just like his character and then like his transformation. Yeah, yeah. Would, Would you say it? you know Bowfinger's really really great? <laughs> I don't like it as much as the ones we just mentioned. I suppose I've never seen like um, I've never seen uh, uh, Dreamgirls, which oh. he was. Oh, yeah, did he did he win an Oscar? Or was he nominated only? Uh, I don't recall. Um, but yeah, I, I never just nominated for one. was it nominated. Was he just nominated? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I never saw that. Uh, the, the Dolomite movie that came out a few years ago on Netflix was fantastic. Was it good? Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, I really liked that a lot and he was great. But yeah, I think for me, it comes down to either this 48 hours or, or Beverly Hills Cop. I'm, I don't know. It's tough. Because, you know, 48 hours is Walter Hill. He's fucking awesome. Beverly Hills Cop is Tony Scott. Or, or is it Martin Brest? Um, it's Martin Brest. Martin Brest. Yeah, yeah, who did, yeah. you know, uh, Midnight Run, which is so mm-hmm. fucking good. What? Have you done that one? That's a good movie. No, we that. haven't. That's one of my favorites, too. Bro, that's yeah. actually one of Lissa's favorites. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. That's fun. Okay, I had a quick question. Uh, let's just say it's down to Trading Places and this movie. Which yeah. has the more satisfying ending? Well, trading places does. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> okay. It's not. I don't think overall it's the rich guys. It's awesome. Yeah. The homeless guys. It's gotta guys, be right. Wealthy and yeah. I mean, it's that's, gotta be uh, one of the best endings of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the? You know really the only like criticism I or the one part I don't like in Coming to America. Mm-hmm. The ending. I don't know if you. You know, like I usually stop it before then, but if you go to the very, <laughs> very ending. And the last line. He says, like, oh, would you have really given this up for me? And he's like, oh, oh I yeah. still can. And then she's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like, that's a terrible way to end that movie. It really is just kind of. Yeah. Like, well, it's also, it's kind of a weird take, too. It's like, they didn't have something better than that. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's not exactly, this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship, is it? Yeah. 
So yeah, that that part of the ending, I would say trading places probably more satisfying just because of that line. Yes. Yeah, feeling good. <laughs> Looking good, Billy Ray, feeling good. Yeah. 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 That's good. I agree. And then yeah, and, and it's not quite the very end, but when when the Dukes have lost all their money and they're like, Why or whatever, and they're like, Well, and he's like, You owe me a dollar, you know, and he pulls out a dollar and gives it to him. I mean, it's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Satisfying. Yeah, it's um, it okay. So let's. I mean, it's it's a romantic comedy, but obviously, like none of us remember it as a romantic comedy. Yeah, I've never really thought of it as a romantic comedy, which actually. is which is odd. Actually, it's like, you know, how do you make something so funny that you know doesn't have much to do with the with the, the real plot, which is you know finding a wife and mm-hmm. finding love and all that stuff. Yeah. I'll say, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's so funny, you can't, I mean, you almost, you forget it's a romantic comedy, but I mean, yeah, I'll yeah. plot to that, but it's like, it's too funny. You know, I'm trying to think of any other, like, slapstick romantic comedies that even come close to the amount of jokes, I don't know. Mm. I'll leave it to you, three brains. Come up with <laughs> Help me out. What, right now, on the spot? Yeah. No way. Yeah, like, what's another, it's, like, It's like something comedy. about Mary, just, you know, like. yeah. So funny. That's, oh, that's a good call. Go. That's a good yeah. one. Something about Mary is the only yeah, movie that I would put anywhere close. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got sight gags, you got jokes, you got yeah. weirdness. Yeah. This one's more on just clever joke writing. Like it's not it's not slapstick sight gag stuff. It's it's so much is just good writing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's it's much it's this one's better written. I mean, because you know, in something about Mary you have like the you know that that see the Franks and Beans, you know, where they like, <laughs> yes. I mean, like, it's just like, <laughs> right, in the hair gel. Yes. In the hair gel. Yeah. Yeah. Even as a urologist, that one was a little like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <all right. laughs> yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> what was the other one? You know, with the, the hair gel, and I mean, yeah. you know, it goes down to like you know, like the the Zip middle school humor. The, the fucking zipper. Well, I um I saw my parents recently, and I they're like, "What are you What are you doing next?" I'm like, "Coming to America," and they're like, "Oh, I know that film or whatever they said. I don't know." <laughs> and they're <laughs> and I, they wouldn't they would not know something about Mary, and they probably would never want to watch that. <laughs> so it says something about this movie that, that it can appeal to. <laughs> different yeah. generations of people. I would say maybe like some Judd Apatow stuff might qualify, like Knocked Up or a Forty Year Old Virgin. That's true. Yeah, this is Forty. I really like that one. You like that? One? I actually never saw that. That one's really good. Yeah, it's got some good stuff in it. <clears throat> I think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is about about that. I mean, I feel like that that Coming to America kind of paved the way as far as that goes like let's you know <laughs> let's get guys to bring their their dates not to be sexist about this or weird but you know like let's make a, a movie that everyone will find funny and there's you know and it is a romantic comedy or at least has a like i think Cohen was saying like it just has a plot mm-hmm. um that other people would might enjoy and not just go for jokes or something you know yeah I mean, like, there's there's really funny Richard Pryor movies, but some of them aren't much of a movie. You know, he's still funny, but he's not. There's not much of a movie going on. We did uh, 
um, Brewster's Millions. Yeah. Which is plot heavy, little light in the jokes, I think. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, When Harry Met Sally is pretty classic film overall. Very funny. Right. Feels, feels very much more romantic comedy than this. You know, oh, because yeah. the whole point, the whole plot of the movie is the the relationship, you right. know, and, and coming to America, the plot is the search for that relationship. So it's, you know, the effect is quite different. Or like, I mean, even the Princess Bride. Yeah. Another good yeah. example. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. 16 Candles, I suppose. You just don't want to feel like you got tricked into watching a romantic comedy. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're into it, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the ones we've just talked about—they're all, all really good movies. So, yeah, we're not talking about like Hallmark Christmas movie stuff. We're talking about you know actual movies. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying. Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's a whole separate podcast for Hallmark movie reviews. Hallmark movies. Yes. <laughs> I will not be participating. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Although Mother May I Sleep with Danger is perhaps the best title of any movie ever, <laughs> much less a Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. So there's also like, you know, Samuel L. Jackson cameo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. First That's time I can... Is that his first <laughs> film role? I don't know if it's first, uh, but it's the first one I can remember. One yeah. of his v- ones. And do you guys know about the the sort of legend of Alex Rodriguez? Have you heard of that one? No. So in the same scene with Samuel L. Jackson, mm-hmm. there's a little kid that's covering his ear. Not a little kid, like a 12-year-old oh, kid. Oh, yeah. That's covering his ears. And people swear it's Alex Rodriguez because it does look a lot like him. He's got like, the same color eyes and the same hair. Like the um, baseball? The baseball, yeah. The very famous baseball player. <laughs> I think he'd be too young, right? Well, no, because he was born in like 75, I think. So um, I did a quick search before we started and I was like, okay, because I've I always, you know, I heard this and then I looked at him and I'm like, holy shit, that really looks like him. But I was never, it's never been proven. And the the problem is that and he, he was born in Manhattan and mm. he then was taken to the Dominican and then back to Miami and then his dad left him and went back to New York so unless he followed his dad back to New York, though he would have, it would be hard for him to be in New York for the filming of this. Hmm. And, you know, considering that the extras probably had to hang around for quite a while, it seems a little weird that he would be available for that. But anyway, it really does look like him. It's weird. Yeah. Has anyone yeah. ever asked him? Yeah. Like Not in an interview camera. or something? No, I wish someone would. Or at least, or at least, if he's heard of this rumor and like, and he, you know, would Best laugh it. at it. Yeah, I mean, if he, yeah, he, it's it definitely could be true, and he just wouldn't want to admit to it. Um, but it's also probably far fetched. Well, he may have had a Who cup knows? of coffee. In the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, Sam, what did you think about? Uh, James Earl Jones, I mean, you know, you're a Star Wars connoisseur. You know, his, his role in this movie was like, I thought like that was the thing that really stood out for me, you know, because you think of him as like, you know, the voice of Darth Vader, right? Yeah, it was, then, it was, 
and was he was in he was in the Conan movie. Remember, he was like the the snake snake king guy that came on the other day, and I was like, oh, that's James Earl Jones, Conan the Barbarian. Is that what you're talking? About? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he's like the snake king. Yeah, the villain. the villain. And then he comes on this, and he's like kind of a pervy old like <laughs> king. <right? laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I always thought a... you had sex with your bathers or whatever. Bathers. <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> that smile on his it's face, weird face he makes. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like. She will give you much pleasure, won't she? You know, it's, just like, <laughs> like, it's just like everything he does. Yeah. <laughs> what does he have the the leave it to me line? What does he say? Oh no, I should do with him myself. It, yeah, do not alert him. That's what he is. Yeah. Do not alert him to my presence. I shall deal with him myself. That's <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the little homage. Yeah, that sounds like Darth. <laughs> Leave him to me. Mm-hmm. So we've covered most of the cameos. Talked about music. Um, what about uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s in there? That was one of his cameos. Yeah, that's his first her first role. Famous, famous. Otherwise, I, don't know. I can't think of anyone else. Yeah, I looked up Sam Jackson, and he's in nothing recognizable before this movie. Okay. Except for yeah. school days. He's in school days right right before this, I think. The Spike Lee's first movie. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 wait. Not his first movie. Wasn't She's Gotta Have It his first movie? It, well, whatever. Early Spike Lee. <laughs> Pre uh, Do the Right Thing. Okay. Um, John Amos is, I think, is also great. The Yeah. You know, Cleo McDowell. Cleo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he, he was in... Uh, uh, the Beastmaster. So he's also a double up. <laughs> um, but like, I love, yeah, like his uh, his line about the king. He apparently ad libbed that one too. Uh, I can't remember, but they said it was there. Was, oh, say one more thing about Lisa. I'm gonna yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. stuff, uh, in, your, in your royal ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> yeah, like they had some kind of dry line of you know, you know. That'll be it for you. I can't remember. I wish I could, but, but yeah, he just threw that one in there. <laughs> and his, yeah, everything he does is pretty, is pretty hilarious. I mean, your goat herder <laughs> makes, uh, makes uh, Daryl and his family look like a welfare case. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's got his own money. And when I mean he's got his own money, I mean the boy's got his own money. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Zamunda dollar bill. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? In twenty, thirty years, the hard work. <laughs> so you could have something like this of your own. <laughs> yeah, this... tells him to come to his house. Like, leave Sunday night open. I'm having a get yeah. together place, and then he's like, has some parking cars. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of class stuff, I guess you could say, but if you if you, if you want to explore that, but I I think all that matters as far as that goes is that everyone sees him as just a a guy that works in McDowell's, you know. Right. Which That's is perfect. the fun of it cuz we 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 know the inside we're the insiders, we know right. the inside joke. Right. The audience loves that. But she doesn't seem that like that. I I feel like that's pretty good. You know that she sees him as like you yeah, have this royal bearing and you know the way that she sees him is not you know she sees through it which i think is cool 
I mean, she doesn't see it like she, she knows that he's up to something, but he, she doesn't see him as just some guy that she works with or. Which kind of, you know, helps the, the relationship, the, the validity of the relationship between them. Yeah. I mean, because it is still... a little condescending, you know, like there's one scene yeah. where like, you know, he goes back to the apartment to cook her dinner and then Semi has changed it, you know, with the hot tub and everything. And then, you know, he's like, oh, we can't go in, you know, like uh, there's a big rat. And then she's like, you know, I think you're just embarrassed about your place. And uh, what did she say? Like. I think you're so embarrassed about your place that you don't yeah. miss it or something. It's like she's a little out of touch, you know, living in yeah uh, in was it Jamaica, Jamaica, Jamaica states. states. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, she of... also says if I want if I want a rich guy, I'd be with Daryl. You know, like not you. That's yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's also kind of like well, what, why are you with or what you know? Why would you say that out loud? That's weird that you would think that. <laughs> like you're comparing them. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's a little odd. Yeah. But I mean, he's also just, I mean, Daryl's just kind of a prick, right? Like, yeah. yeah. The whole yeah. movie, he's just like, he's nothing redeeming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that he's kind of a dopey prick, though. He's not like extremely yeah. mean. He's just really, you know, careless and just thoughtless he's, about he's just, Yeah. He's just everything. kind of a, he's just kind of a dickish bully. But, yeah. And he's not very you know smart. <laughs> Anything for the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's a pretty ho- horrible move. He, do, he takes credit for a giant donation <laughs> in the basket. Yeah. Well, he's also when you know he's like, "What kind of games you all play in Africa?" Chase the monkey. <laughs> the monkey. <laughs> the monkey. No, no. Play <laughs> <Hey>, soccer. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, soccer. That's a real cute sport. <laughs> when you all bump that ball off your head. Personally, I don't like any sports that don't use the, the hand. Use your <laughs> hands. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, the first one, he's like. Wearing clothes must be a new experience for you. <laughs> he's like, like unprovoked. He's just like, right, a jerk. <laughs> yeah, you know what the scene that actually made me laugh is when he's got the milkshake and he's like, "Take care of it for me," and like he throws it out. You can tell it's like a different like trajectory to throw and splash. But, like, <laughs> but when that when that scene happened, I was like, I turned to my wife and I said, "There's just no fucking way." Any like reasonably intelligent woman would be with that man after he did that. <laughs> There's just no way. No one, no reasonable human would watch their would be mate through, do that and well, be like, oh yeah, in the okay. car. She didn't see Let's... it somehow or something. Yeah, I, I think that that's where Arsenio should have won a Best Supporting Actor Oscar because his reaction is so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's caught in a kind of a tough spot, right? Because he's not really. <laughs> royalty but he's used to the good life yeah, yeah. yeah. right royal adjacent <laughs> i like his his scene in the uh, uh western union with i don't know the actress's name but oh, you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sire <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah why not make it a cool million <laughs> yeah you don't think that's too much <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> her name elaine something i think right She's, yeah she, she has a credit <laughs> he's like read it back to me <laughs> <laughs> oh wow i mean if you have a yeah i mean did we did, i did a very shitty uh synopsis but if you've never seen this movie 
and, and you're hearing us doing these quotes, you probably have no idea what we're talking about. But <laughs> also, how have you not seen this movie? Yeah. I think, no I think that they've turned the podcast off about... You know, oh, yeah. They don't, they don't listen to us. <laughs> if you're not started into this movie, you're probably like, not into this podcast. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, we, we can't talk. They made the... Well, first they made a pilot, right? They made a TV pilot. Really? With um, Tommy Davidson. What? Oh. Apparently you can find it on in YouTube if you look really hard, but they tried to make it into a TV show. It got to a pilot. They shot the pilot. It didn't go anywhere. I mean, it was all they had was um, Oha, the the guy that played Oha. Yeah. Mm. And then Tommy Davidson was, I guess, the Eddie Murphy. Ooh. So as a sitcom, yeah, I don't I don't see it working. I can yeah. see why you'd think it would work. You'd be like, oh, but all these, you know, jokes are kind of right themselves, you know. <laughs> but you but still need a, a eight, you know, three hundred million dollars. Let's try to capitalize <laughs> on it. <laughs> right. Well, that uh, Elaine Kagan, she's uh, the hey. Henry's mother in Goodfellas. Ah, nice little tie in there. Yeah, mm. she's done a lot of stuff actually, but the TV shows too. She's in Traffic. Mm-hmm. And then they did Coming to America. Which I think the best quality about it was when it came out. It was like kind of in the middle of COVID. Yes. Or, you know. Oh, that's yeah. right. So we were desperate for any entertainment at that time. I remember looking forward to it, definitely. Sure. I was really looking forward to it. And then I kind of fucking hated it. <laughs> yeah. I think it wasn't as bad as I thought. I mean, like, you know, it was yeah. a formulaic. It was like very yeah. similar to the, you know original which was a good formula but yeah, i mean it was good to see i was it was it was amazing to see that they got sure. all those same a lot of the same actors right? i'm like oh they got him and him mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was cool maybe i should watch it again i don't know i just i remember being extremely disappointed i mean i yeah i was expecting complete dog shit so it was it wasn't as bad as it, I, thought. <laughs> um, I, think, my, I think the one yeah. the one thing i don't like about it if i remember it is you know, they're, they're looking for, like, Akeem has a child, right? Mm-hmm. Like, after some, like, one-night stand, you know, while he's looking at for... The, at that night at the bar, at the... Yeah. Remember, they do that scene over again. <clears throat> they do the, the nightclub scene. Mm. Yeah. And so, you know, the, the fact that he's, like, this, you know, like, this romantic, but then he's, like, <laughs> you know, he's got this, like, kid he doesn't know about, you know, who's his heir, <laughs> selling yeah. tickets at the, you know... Or scalping tickets or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then they had to have some kind of tie-in, but yeah, it was it was fun because it just we were just you know we just liked the the first one so much it was we kind of go along with a lot of crap. But I think my main problem was this movie. He you know from the beginning says screw tradition, screw my dad, screw all this stuff, and does his own thing for love. He keeps saying it, you know, like. Oh, I'm, mm-hmm. And then the sequel, he's forgotten all of that. Yeah. Because his daughter's trying to do the same thing. Yeah. And he like seems to forget what he went through it. Yeah. Like, there's no mention of what he what he you know, he just play he's just like straight straight up dad again, you know. I don't know. It just just seemed like they they missed they missed uh something. Yeah. I don't know. It's like they hadn't seen the original movie. It's like someone described it to him and they said, all right, now go make right. a sequel to that. What I just, what I just <laughs> told right. you. 
Right. Yeah. I feel like there's a throwaway line in there, like when, when you know, her, yeah, her, the same actress plays his wife. And I think it, there's a scene where she says, like, oh, you remember how we met and, you know, you didn't. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, that kind of shit. But yeah, it really should be first. It should be really prominent in his mind. Like, oh, yeah, this is what I went through. Like, and I went to yeah. Queens and all that, you know, they just kind of ignore that. I think they were just trying to get some content out for COVID, you know. Yeah. That's what trying to capitalize on some market share. It's like, yeah. Let's just get this thing out there. <laughs> but like you said, they got they got a lot of people back and they got yeah. <laughs> they got peaches, you know, they got the <laughs> <laughs> they I think they're DJing at the end or something. Yeah, I I like that. I like that they you know, retread some stuff that that we care about or, you know, people were excited about. But it was still crap. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think, uh, what other uh, movies, the only one that I can think of that, you know, like where they get, you know, the original actors like many, many years later, that was okay, was I thought, I mean, mm. going back to Dumb and Dumber, you know, like they had a couple of like other sequels after oh, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Not. Um, didn't work. as Didn't work. Yeah. But then like when they release that one, like, I don't know, 20 years later. I thought it was okay, you know, where they go looking for Freda Felcher, <laughs> and like, you know, with um, Jim Carrey and um, yeah, yeah, and, um, Harry Dunn, what's his name? Jeff Daniels. Jeff no. Daniels. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff that's Daniels. right. Yeah. And Lloyd Christmas. Um, I would say Star that, Trek does that pretty well, or had had done that for a while. Yeah. You know, they yeah. got the same actors. Um, you know. I don't know how long it passed between Star Trek movie one and whatever they're on now, but they did a pretty good job of bringing those guys back and not making it super weird. I mean, I would say that Top Gun is probably one of the yeah, best. I was going to say Maverick. Like, yeah, long, long, long gap sequels that turned out better than the original. Also, The Color of Money and The Hustler had yeah, a huge gap in between. Yeah. Who was in the second Top Gun that was in the first one. Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those it's are the only not two. Not very cheap. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. some some photographs. Yeah. Of Goose. <laughs> Goose. Yeah. But that was that wouldn't work because they did the story so well. They 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 built on the the Goose story. Yeah. Not to ruin it if anyone hasn't seen it, but again, who hasn't seen that movie? I wonder why Meg Ryan didn't. Was she in that? No, she wasn't in that. Was she? Well, no. I mean, not to not to uh, be mean about this, but Meg Ryan is not someone who looks like Meg Ryan anymore. So that's <laughs> <laughs> true. They do you refer know, to her general. character though, because Miles yeah. Teller plays her son. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Kelly McGillis too, but I, you know, that she she left Hollywood a long time ago, so yeah. that's kind of different. But yeah, having a sequel that that much time in between that has that many uh, actors from the original cast is probably pretty rare. Yeah, I can't think of any that had like everything we've just mentioned has one, two, maybe three people. Um, right. you know, even like Blade Runner only has Harrison Ford. You know, Bill and mm-hmm. Ted. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what do we do next? Matrix one. Did you guys see that Matrix? They did. Oh, Christ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that. It's terrible. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, it's bad. 
it's worth watching um, just so you can be fascinated by how fucking awful it is. <laughs> like, I'm talking um, about the whole trilogy. Did, no, 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 just the fourth one. Oh, the fourth one. I mean, the second and third weren't that great, but holy shit. The last one. I mean, they're Citizen Kane compared to the fourth one. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I I think they lost it at number two. But yeah, no, I'm saying they weren't good. Yeah. But, but you, they, they, are, bad. they are like the best movies ever made compared to the fourth one. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> I don't remember it. I mean, it's, it's nothing to remember. It's, it's just all shit. Yeah. It's like someone shit in your eyes. That's what happened when I watched it. <laughs> someone shit in my eyes. I was like, why? Why have you done this to me and everyone else? It's not, How it's do not you know cool. what that would feel like? It's awful. <laughs> Watch The Matrix 4. You will know. He experimented in college. Yeah. I ate pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> right. <laughs> you couldn't afford any designer drugs, so you <laughs> shit in the eyes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Putting movies just randomly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What are we so doing we, next? Yeah, what are we doing next? Well, this was my movie, so... And I appreciate this surprise guest, Joe, but I'm, this is so awesome that you came on here. I love this. Yeah, thanks for waiting 150 episodes to invite me to one of these. <laughs> <laughs> I feel real, real special. <laughs> Even Pern was in like number 50 or something. Oh, yeah, Pern is. Yeah, we ran out of cool people, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, real quick, because I'm thinking of you, and I think I always think of Friday as well. Uh, apparently, the director of Friday is right in front of them, in the, in the church or whatever the Black Awareness Rally. Uh, F. Gary Gray. What? Because really? yeah, he's. I think you only see his forehead because I tried to look for him and I was like, I don't think I can't tell that's him. But apparently, he's right in front of them. Huh. And also, uh, Tobe Hooper. Get out of here. Tobe Hooper is at the engagement party, next to like the. That one I didn't even look for, but I, I read it. And I was like, "What? Okay, he's the he's one of the two white people at the party." Um, yeah, I don't know. Weird, weird cameos in there. Hmm. But I mean, the F. Gary Gray makes sense to me because then, you know, he's had his own career. And yeah, uh, I think it's I think it's, I think it's Toby Hooper, by the way. Toby, you, you've told you've corrected me on that before, and I forgot. <laughs> like, yeah. Toby, thank Sorry. you. Sorry. Toby, Toby or Toby not Toby or not Toby. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, what are we doing next? Yeah, <laughs> give me a quick. Give uh, me a hint. Pick. Who's pick? Whoa! Uh oh, I... Sam. It's not my uh, pick. <laughs> you walked right into this <laughs> one. <laughs> I keep thinking that being John Malkovich was my pick. I know everything's. <laughs> right now. Are you wait, ill prepared? Wait, it wasn't my pick. Being John this Malkovich was, was my pick. Yeah, but was, we did Dawn of the Dead, which we did Dawn of the Dead. Craig, oh, which was technically my pick. This is Dawn two guests back to back too. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys oh. done uh, Swingers? Things no. not done Swingers. Out of control. <laughs> you want to come back for Swingers, Job? <laughs> Maybe. Or <laughs> right, what was it? What was the other other favorite one you said? Like, uh, I don't know if that. I don't know when that was. Friday or Dumb and Dumber? Dumb and Dumber. Like you mentioned. We haven't done Dumb and Dumber either. We haven't done that. No. Well, we've only done 150 movies. Yeah. We're covering from 1975 to 2000, so you know. I did look at. I looked at all the movies. There's some I'd never heard of. Maybe I oh yeah, 
Those Watch are Sean's out. picks. <laughs> They're not all my picks. <laughs> I picked this for God's sake. Come on. An anomaly. <laughs> kind of. It kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I love I love that I'm giving someone shit for their picks. It is pretty funny. <laughs> but it's I think I think it's earned. <laughs> all right, Sam, have we babbled enough to give you time to come up with a pick? Oh, I've got a bunch of uh options but uh <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm thinking we're gonna go back to the mob oh okay yeah we've done married to the mob and we've done goodfellas oh goodfellas yeah. is also a double up with samuel L. jackson okay are you gonna tell what, us what? this mob movie you're just gonna no 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 it's He's, yeah, I, we I, we I, try to guess. We try to guess. We drag, the movie. drag out the hints a little. We bit. need. Oh. We need. We need probably another hint. Okay. <laughs> Besides the genre, written on based on a book, true story. Mm-hmm. Uh, casino. Is it, is it Donnie Brasco? Yep. <laughs> Donnie Brasco. Of course. Cool. So. <laughs> yeah, it's on Netflix. That's a good one. Oh, good. We're on a Netflix run here. This is good. <laughs> yeah phone free <laughs> that's a good movie cool well then I think it's been our best review yeah oh for jo- sure Job you did it Job thanks yeah, yeah it's been a long time launching atmosphere <laughs> how many followers do you guys have a million three. Million? <laughs> million? <laughs> Officially or three million? Uh, I don't know. I think we have like four fans. Yeah. Uh, it fluctuates. Very loyal. Yeah, it fluctuates. fluctuates down. <laughs> I feel like we each have at least one friend of ours that is a fan. Oh, okay. And listens to like every episode. So three. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Know. I mean, you know, <laughs> we should. Maybe we should try and reach a wider audience after 153 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've got this down. Yeah. I just added you. I'm following you now. Sweet. We just where? keep inviting people. That's how <laughs> we would have invited 150 people. We'd have 150 listeners right now. That's true. But no, we've only invited four. So we have four. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right, guys, time to go. This review is a gas. Come out to the coast. We'll get together, have a few laughs. Oh. Oh. Dang. Switching over to the Bruce Willis quotes now. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, gentlemen, it's good to talk to all of you. I yeah. hope I can record right because there could be a lot of silences in your. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we'll just use we the do Skype that. recording then. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Job. Yeah. All over again. Thanks, <laughs> Good one. whoever's out there listening. Thank you too. Yeah, we'll see you next time. All right. Good night. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Well, we gotta have, we gotta have one one more like quote. For... <laughs> uh, one finishing quote. Oh, I don't know. It's... I think that at this movie, I could say any line, and Job can say the next line. The next line. <laughs> <laughs> One of my one of my favorite parts is when he. he so you see, my son, there's a fine line between love and nausea. nausea. <laughs> and, and then, then she does that double take. take. <laughs> I 
It's one of my favorite things. Okay, this so. is what we do. We just keep we just keep yapping, and then you know, yeah. At some point, yeah. It is an overrated experience. <laughs> <laughs> Much like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when does the actual podcast start? <laughs>